In today's year, we're going to discuss one of the most important aspects of employers and employee agreements, and that is the integrity of the people involved, meaning to say the work ethics, the responsibilities of the workers to each other, to the employers, as far as what exactly they're allowed to do and how they're not allowed to cut corners. The angle of the employees are discussed today, the Poyalim, and Mr. Shem tomorrow we're going to discuss the requirement of the Balabayas, the employer to the employees in Mr. Shem. We'll touch on that a little bit today as well, and this is the beginning of the discussion. The Mechaber and Simon Shin and Zayin, Sif, Yotes, and Chof is actually coming from a Rambam primarily, and the Mechaber writes as follows. A worker is not allowed to do work at night and then hire himself out to the, uh, during the day. Why is that? Because he's going to be tired for the day job. And therefore, it is considered unethical, it is considered cheating on the job if a person is doing a side job at night that's going to take away from the integrity of, and the performance of his job during the day. He should not starve himself or he shouldn't cause himself any kind of suffering. And he should give his food to his children and thereby not have enough strength to be able to teach or to do the work that he's supposed to do. And because of Bitta Malachna Shabalabayas. Because he's weakening himself, that he's not going to be able to do the work of the Balabayas properly. So this is an incredible halacha. The halacha is telling you that a person has to realize that when he works with somebody else, it's not just the hours of work that he's responsible to behave. Even in the time that he's off, he has to make sure that he doesn't wear himself out. He can't stay up till three o'clock in the morning every night on his e- sending emails and doing all kinds of things because the next day he's going to be tired. He's not going to be able to work. And he's required to perform properly. The Mechaber says in Sif Chaf, even further, <coughs> and he says an unbelievable thing, Muzar ha'poyel shaloyevatel ma'at mikan u'ma'at kan el-achayev ledaktik al-atmei bizman. A worker is warned that he's not allowed to trim or cut corners by coming a little bit late or leaving a little bit early, taking a little extra time during his lunch break or his coffee break or three coffee breaks. He has to be very makbid on the time. Very, very makbid on the time. Like we find stories in the Gemara of people that would not answer you during the work. We find that Chazal gave a dispensation to a worker that he does not have to say the fourth bracha in Berchaz HaMazayim. Now this is not negated today anymore. Today we assume that the employers allow their employees to say a full benching or to go Dabba Mincha or whatever. That's all included in today's custom. But those days Chazal gave a dispensation. They allowed that the worker does not have to say the full benching because he's going to be detracting from the amount of time that he's working for the employer, which, is, which shows you the value and the importance of the time of the worker when the, when the employer's money is at stake. 
When a worker works, he has to work with all his strength. Shari Yaakov Atzadik Omar Yaakov Avinu, referred to over here by the Mechaber and the Rambam. Yaakov Atzadik, Yaakov the Righteous One said, With all my strength, I served your father, referring to Lavan. Therefore, he took, he was rewarded even in this world. The person was very successful, and he had he he received all these riches as a reward. As we know, like Yaakov says, I have two whole camps of people and property that I that I have earned working for Lavan. So the Rambam is telling you the secret of Yaakov's success was the fact that he worked with all his strength. Now this is obviously a tremendous, tremendous eye-opener, tremendous chiddush. You would think that Yaakov Avinu was, was sort of an extra level that, that's above and beyond what a person is expected to do. We see from the Rambam and from the Shulchan Aruch that they're bringing a raya from Yaakov's work that Yaakov Avinu said, that a worker is required to to work with all his strength. So, obviously, there must be some kind of custom of what's considered a norm for, full, for, for a worker who's working with all the strength. Obviously, we're not talking, we don't expect them to do things that are impossible, but it means to say things that, are, that, are, that involve, that take full involvement, a worker is expected to be fully involved. Not to be busy playing around, doing other things, shopping online, playing with his phone, catching up on his calling invitations to his son's bar mitzvah, or whatever it is, without express permission from the Balabayas, it's considered um, a breach of contract, it's considered not doing what he was hired to do. So that's as far as the worker's responsibility to the Balabayas. <coughs> the Mesilas Yasharim quotes this discussion, and he brings down the same thing. The Mesil Yesharim in Perak Yud describes the stringency, the importance attached to the chiyuvim of the pile to the Balabayas. The Mesil Yesharim is in Perak Yud Aleph, <coughs> and it falls under the discussion of Nikias, Fatih Midas and Nikias, which the Mesil Yesharim explains to mean, Liyayas Naki Mikol Anfeyaveris, that means to say, totally clean from every detail, every fine uh, prat of the Averis, not to have even a, a remote connection to an Avera. And here is one of the best examples. He brings this down. And then he continues, how much more so when it comes to things that are not mitzvahs. If a person is over, he is guilty of theft. And it's, he's transgressing the mitzvah, the aver of gzela, which is a terrible thing. Hine Abachilkia, and the Gemara and Tainus, Afil Shalom Leheshev Lutamidachacham. He didn't even respond and say hello to the Tamidachacham that Shadnasan Leheshalom. Shaloy Levato Mimlechas Reyu. The Yaakov of Yinol of Ashalom Avar, Befiv, Oimer, 
Hayisi Bayoy Machalani Khair Bekarh Baloilo Fatidat Shnosi Me Ainai. Ma Yanu Eifoya Oiskin Bana Sayam Bashas Malocho Bataili Meta. What are we gonna answer the people who are busy with things that they enjoy while they're supposed to be working? People are busy with their own things in the middle of while they're supposed to be working. And therefore he says, All his hours are sold to the employer. Sechiris is a mechiras as if you were sold for a day. So like we spoke in yesterday's shir about the concept of being an Eved, of a Sacher being an Eved, a Shibra Guf. One of the concepts which is connected to that is actually the, the din of Sechiris Memke Liyayme, that rental is a sale for the day. So when a person is working as an employee, a Sacher is also considered like a rental. He's being rented for the day. And he's, so technically he's almost as if he was purchased. Memke Liyayme, he was purchased by the employer and he doesn't own his own time anymore. No matter which kind of way he's trying to get himself some extra time, there is no such thing as extra time. And it's considered total theft. And he continues on and on about even if he's doing a mitzvah, and none of this is considered a heter, and he says that a person <coughs> really has to understand the depth and the concept of what's being discussed over here, and we, without a doubt, can relate to this, how important it is to change the attitude of, of laxity when people just take off on the, and sort of disappear in the middle of work and come back and do whatever they want, how important it is to for a person to be, to understand how wrong it is to have such an attitude. Now, since many times employment agreements had to be written out clearly, because otherwise there's going to be so many sticky points, as we can understand from the discussion we're saying until now, there are many things that are going to be unclear and they're going to were not communicated properly. And in fact, most problems, as we know, arise from the lack of communication between the parties at the outset. And sometimes we find that people try to be nice and easy at the outset so they don't want to discuss any, like, tough details and they think that that's the best way how to enter into good arrangements. And unfortunately, the people that speak out the least in the beginning have the most problems later on. And therefore, says the Chavetz Chaim in the Sefer Abbas Chesed at the end of Perik Yud, the discussion of Baltalin, the Chavetz Chaim has a very important footnote in which he warns everyone how crucial it is that if a person has an, an employer and employee agreement being set up, that they go into every single detail. They should not leave out any detail. There's nothing wrong with being very nitty-gritty and getting into every single item that, that's expected from the worker, because if afterwards, subsequently, someone is going to try to change the agreement and try to change the arrangement or do differently than the agreement, then usually the balabayas, the employers, end up losing out because since it was not spoken out specifically, then the, the we go according to the common custom and we have to pay according to the common market 
and and many times many times the the customer will require that you pay full price for a specific uh, form of labor, while if you would have spoken it out earlier, you would not have had to pay. A very good example of this is the uh, common uh, advertisements that we see, which is that people are looking for office assistants who are good at multitasking. Multitasking basically means you're getting one person who can do five jobs, and you want to get away with paying just one salary. So multitasking many times includes graphic work, um, typing, professionalism in using uh, the office programs, the word programs, and many of these skills, and sometimes even some slight level of accounting, many of these skills are skills that have market prices in and of themselves. So if you don't speak out what's expected from your worker, and then afterwards you want to give them just one salary, they can come back to you and complain and say, listen, you know, I'm, I'm doing five different jobs for you. Don't you think that I deserve more money? And he can say, well, I expected you to multitask. So she said, well, yeah, I understand. Multitasking included only two jobs, not five jobs. And, and therefore, says the Chavetz Chaim, that it's very important to speak it all out because the, she would be right, the, the employee would be right, and she would be deservant of a higher salary because it was not spoken out. So the words of the Chavetz Chaim are found at the end of Perak Yud, the tenth Perak in Sefer Avas Chesed, Chelek Aleph. That's the end of the discussion of the laws of Baltolin, timely payments, which in Hashem we're going to discuss tomorrow. And the Chavetz Chaim writes over there, he quotes himself from his own Sefer Sfas Tamim. I'm going to quote that which I wrote, something to do with the Isra of Gezel and withholding payments completely. Anyone who asks from someone else to do anything for a salary, basically to be an employee, he should clarify with him exactly the agreement in the beginning. The Because most of the time he's going to run into a situation where he has to be paying more than he promised, more than he thinks he's paying, and if he doesn't, the only way to get out of it is to still give tons of money to the worker just to get out of any suffix, and that's obviously something that he's not going to do, so he's going to end up in a, in, a, in a sort of stealing from the worker. People need hundreds of, of things done during the year. After the, the job that was done, they start arguing over the price. Each one thinks that the other one ripped them off. Even though he doesn't want to fight with it. But in his heart, he doesn't forgive him. And according to the Allah, you have to follow common custom. If he's going to give him even less, even one penny less than he deserves, 
he's considered a gazlan and an oishik schar sacher. But who is going to ever know exactly how to evaluate the market price in every single pula? And if he said, therefore, if he's going to want to make sure he's not doing anything wrong, the employer, he'll have to give every worker whatever the worker wants. Not only that, he'll also gain by the fact that the worker will give him a cheaper price. He'll give him one, he'll give him one price for all the multitasking jobs. Because the owner could say, listen, if this, this is not working yet. This is not what I thought. If you want, if you want to charge me so much for, this job, for these jobs, I'm going to just hire somebody else. So they're going to come to an agreement, and then everything will be above board, and everyone will be uh, happy with the, with the agreement. Many times, the, the, the Uman will say that this and this person, ah, this Tamachacham, he doesn't treat me properly. And when it comes, as we know, when it comes to negative things, suddenly everyone points out the fact that the person was a tamachacham or a rub or whatever. But when it comes to positive things, they don't always necessarily ask this rub a shaila or whatever. So, so tamachacham always has to be above reproach. He always has to be nervous that maybe what he's doing is not a hundred percent accepted by people, and it's, it's therefore especially incumbent on him to make a clear agreement between him and whichever worker he's hiring, and if he does not, he does have to go above and beyond the letter of the law to make sure that no Chil Hashem will come out of it.